Hello, hello, folks. I am here today with our resident Bengals experts, our in-house folks, our Who Day Nation, Alex Gertz and Connor Spears. Guys, how you doing? Little man, good morning. Good morning. Bill just delivered me a egg and, and a bread sandwich, a little toast, egg toast sandwich. Oh, wow. That was nice. Wow, what a... He's doing, he's doing his job. Yeah, that's good. Everyone pitches in today. Wow, I, I'm sure I know Gertz had a very resolute command to not allow Bill anywhere near the mic. Do you think you can uphold that, Spears? Yes, I already told Bill, and he was very quiet when he came and delivered this to me. Okay, that was so, right. Let's not forget last time Bill was on this pod, uh, what, what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's maybe in the back of his mind. That's true. He did will a, will a fourth title for me, so I guess I do have to thank Bill in some capacity. But we're not here to. Uh, we're not here to talk about that. Wait, can we start with how how much of an honor, Spears, I don't know about for you. For me, it's it's an honor to be here with a four-time champ. I'm just excited to be in your presence, your greatness. I can't wait to learn from you. So, Thank you. Back to you, Alex. Thank you, Gertz. I mean, yeah, but we got, we got bigger fish to fry today because we are here to talk about the Bengals. Um, honestly, like... I love the Bengals. They're my they're my third favorite team now. It goes Bears, Vikings for less, and then uh, the Bengals. But it has been an absolute joy to watch you two and Joe just kind of revel in their rise. You guys just love them so much. I feel like it's just it's just you like to see your friends happy, and you guys are very happy. So Gertz, walk me through. Just give me like a recap of the season as quickly as you can. I know it's a big ask, but. Because they were, they started off rough. Did you always have faith? Are you surprised? Not surprised? Just give me a, kind of your feelings towards the Bengals' journey this year, season so far. Yeah, yeah. We started, we started slow, zero and two, and um, Joey Burrow had the appendix out in the third week of training camp, I think. So he kind of had an awkward, like you're ramping up your body, ready to go, and then you had the appendix. Um, shout out to Bowers and his medical staff to take care of him there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but what I was most worried about at the beginning of the year was the, the shitty line play. And I watched the first game with Imhoff, and I was tirading around my apartment saying, like, we're not going to tolerate poor O-line play this year. <laughs> after, all the, after all the money we spent, after all the resourcing and, and off-season talk we, we spent talking about it, I just I needed better O-line play. Um, but everyone in the press conference is like, hey, we're going to be fine. It's a long year. Long year, long year. And I, I personally think the turning point was New Orleans week six. Wow. On the road. Okay. Back, back home. Back home for Jamar. He's a he's a, a NOLA boy. And then, of course, for Jamar and, and Joe to be back in Louisiana. Jamar had, like, that 50-yard touchdown with, like, three minutes left in the fourth, streaking down the left sideline to go up by, I believe it was four. And that put the Bengals at either – four and three or three and two and then they just started absolutely ripping off wins they've won nine straight and 
I won't give you the exact time they lost because that's part of our game later. Okay. But they've won. They've won. Actually, I, I kind of just spoiled that one a little bit. That's okay. They won nine straight. Uh, and and they've just kind of been doing what they did last year. They they're an opportunistic defense. They they make a big play every game. Like against the Chiefs in the regular season, they stripped Kelsey, and and that was a big swing. Um. And then against Oakland, or not Oakland, against the Ravens in the wildcard round, it was the Hubbard, the, the, the rumble in the jungle. Wow. Baby. And it's just the fake six. The fake six. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they're just a, a wonderful team of role players on defense. I mean that in the best way. Like, everyone knows their role. They're good at it. They play for each other. And Lou Amarino gets them ready to go. He is a really underrated defensive coordinator. Mm. Um, and dare I say it, they're just a they're just a very, very solid team. They they don't have a lot of weaknesses. Love it. Um and they, they're just more consistent this year. They're not as big play and explosive as last year. Um, which admittedly isn't as much fun, but they're they're consistent. Joe Burrow takes a check down to get rid of the ball quickly. Um, you see that in Mixon's reception numbers now over his rushing yards like compared to last year, so yeah, it's been fun. That's as quick as I can go. So, yeah, no, thank you, Kurtz. And Spears was, it's similar. That was amazing. That was amazing, honestly. That was, uh, you really recapped it well. Spears, did you have a similar, was the Saints game as impactful for you? Were you just more like, what was your, did you have a, oh, God, this team is in trouble, like I'm maybe more in, involved in OSU, or were you always along for the ride and thought this team could be here in January? I always kind of thought this team would be here, but I didn't really pinpoint the Saints game as a turning point personally. Okay. After Gertz laid it out beautifully, it makes total sense. Um, but I'm kind of looking at that Monday night Browns game where we just got embarrassed on national TV. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then since then, we I, I don't think we've lost a game since then. That was on October 31st. Wow. Is yeah, that there right? Goes, there goes one of my questions for later, but that's okay. We're going <laughs> to <laughs> Sorry, Gertz. <laughs> That's okay. No, we got four left. That's okay. Has it honestly been October 31st? What a stat there, my God. Yeah, that was I'll the just, last time the thing was lost. Yeah, October 31st, which is Halloween, is a very scary night in Cleveland. Not fun. Wow. So, so it's not... I, I literally got barked out of a bar that night. Oh, good God. <laughs> Dude, what a poverty franchise. I'm You're... sorry. As a, as a sidebar here, you seem to really, like, you've always loved the Bengals, but I feel like your hatred for the Browns has really magn- magnified over the past few years. Was it purely the Deshaun Watson mess, or is it just, like, as the Bengals have risen and the Browns are still, like, that annoying step, like, little brother? Yeah, Spears and I, Spears and I disagree, because he still burns hot for the Steelers. Like, that's his number one mm. hatred team. Um I, I can't I can't stand them. They're number one for me. I can't stand the Browns. They, it's the Baker Mayfield. Like, our group, like, Imhoff was like a quasi-Browns fan for three years, and it was just <laughs> awful. Like, and they won a playoff game, and Cleveland still thinks if, like, who got hurt in the Chiefs-Browns game, that they're like, if that guy didn't go down, we beat the Chiefs and go to the AFC title game uh, years ago. I don't know. But, I don't know. And, yeah, and then they gave that that pervert the most guaranteed money in nfl history and and they have no scruples their ownership said in the press conferences like, we all have to remember deshaun's a young man he's an incredibly gifted quarterback that was insane. <laughs> it was incredible like, like the haslam family 
And and I, I actually have no beef with the coach. I like Stefanski. He's a Vikings guy. Like, and I like Chubb. Miles Garrett's a little bit of a weirdo, but like, dude, it's just that franchise. Like the the lack of scruples they have. I don't like it. So Spears, it'll always be Pittsburgh for you, though. Tried and true. It'll it'll always be Pittsburgh. I can't stand those guys. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I feel like to, that the Browns. It it was amazing. That... Here's here's my. Here's my reason that I gave the curse the other day. Why, Please. Why the, why the Steelers are still my, my most hated team. It's because, yeah, the Browns do all these unsavory things and they act like they won a world championship when they won a playoff game. But I don't look at them as a threat. Like, their mm. they're, they're franchise is in disarray. Whereas the Steelers, you know, they're a sound organization and they have Mike Tomlin at the helm. So, you know, they can always turn things around. So I'm more threatened by the Steelers than I am the Browns. That's very fair. That's very fair. I do think, I mean, the fact that the Steelers were able to eke out a 9-8 and eight, uh, record this year is, is pretty amazing. Tomlin keeps his winning yeah. record streak going. I know, I know. Yeah, that's, that's immediate. He's immediate darling with that one. They he love is. that statistic. I mean, it is impressive. George, George Pickens, Pickens kind of nice in the eighth round next year. We'll take a look at him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I butchered that. <laughs> <laughs> He was on my team. I drafted him. Oh, <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, thanks for that rundown, fellas. So before we get into the divisional round here, I, we got to talk a little bit around the game last week. I mean, oh, I mean, you guys will get into it. I, when I saw that fumble, I, my thoughts immediately went to you. I can't even imagine. We'll get. Let's save that for the entree. Let's just walk us through the day to day. I know Gertz. I loved your message. Like, hey, we're not. We're we're locked in. We're not starting drinking at ten a.m. Like, walk us through the whole day because you guys are veterans now, so you can't. I would love to hear a seasoned pro talk about this day. Oh, is that a oh, big? Oh, that's some champagne. <laughs> a little bit of prosecco going. Yep. Yes, okay. Yep. Uh, you can you can kick us off with the with the, the Saturday walk. Yes, please, Spears. The weekend in okay. general. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give us the Saturday run through. So Gertz and I get down to Cincinnati around two o'clock, one o'clock ish. Um, Bowers, shout out to Bowers for being just an incredible host, taking us in, letting us crash with him on Saturday. Um, we go go out, get a nice lunch, beat up, start start drinking some beers. Uh, got some beers in us. Then Bowers gave us a little tour of his place. Bowers lives in a lovely place. Bowers is doing good for himself down there in the Queen City. Um, then what did we do? We wa- oh, we watched some football games. I placed some bets because bets are legal in Ohio now. Um, we watched that first game. What was it? Chargers Jags. Oh wow! Uh, Niners. Game. No, that was Niners, the night game. Uh, that was the night game. Niners. Um, Seahawks. Seahawks yeah. Niners. Seahawks. We watched that at Bow's place. Uh, and then we went out on the town. We wanted to get a. We wanted to get our finger on the pulse of the city. Sure. So we, we go down there <laughs> to the. Uh, I think they call it the Banks. Yeah, and it's all these bars in between um, Banks Great American nice. Ballpark and Paycor Stadium. Um, so we go out, we get a dinner at Holy Grail there by the stadium, Paycor Stadium's in sight, um, just tempting us, waiting for tomorrow. And then, guess who we run into? A truly I, a blessing. I can't I believe this. I am walking out of the bathroom, and 
Johnson, I see half of his face, and he's walking by me, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Ocho Cinco. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's Ocho Cinco, but I'm not sure. Sure. Of course, I was too scared to say anything. He's walking into the bathroom. I sprint back to our table. I'm like, Gertz, Gertz, ours. Ocho's in the building. And Gertz, with no hesitation, says, where? And I say, bathroom. And he gets up and goes. <laughs> Um, I'd expect so nothing less. I can, I, I can confirm he was in the men's bathroom. <laughs> Gertz, Gertz positively identified Ocho's penis in the bathroom. Great. And then, Great. And, and then stalked him back to his table and found out where he was sitting. Then we have about, I don't know, Gertz, what do you think, five, ten minutes of anxious, how do I ask this girl on a date? Totally. Oh God, there goes another one of my over-under questions. We're down to... <laughs> so wait. <laughs> so Gertrude's... Yeah, one of mine was for Alec was over-under how many minutes it took us to approach Chad at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so let's... let's Spears, can we pause here for a sec? Do you think... Yeah. Is there any world where you guys were not going to approach Chad Ochocinco, honestly? Like, do you really think there was no. a... Yeah, I didn't think so either. There just seemed like no, no way. No, there's... Because I... So... I was the ringleader to like, guys, what do we do here? I would not have been able to enjoy my night, my dinner, that football game, my beer, until I had, until we had either been rejected publicly or got a photo with Chad and TJ. And I can accept whatever the fate was. I had to, you had to do something. You had to shoot. Well, amazing. And that's, I mean, that's a yeah, winner's mentality, Gertz. Gotta shoot yeah. a shot. Yeah. So we, we debated for like, yeah, it was probably, it was probably five to 10 minutes. Um, and at the end, and finally, like people were, go- we were watching people go up to him. He was really nice. So we worked our courage up like prettiest girl at the bar, like Spears said, and sure. we all kind of three went and I said, you two like be close. Cause I'm going to go up to him. And I just asked him like for a, I said, Chad, I don't, I actually kind of don't even remember. I said, can we get a photo? And he's like, yeah, make it quick. He was watching the football game. Um, and then bow and spear swung around i did this like a selfie stick move whatever it is and um tj was really nice too we, we gave him a who day he's sitting in the back and like these guys couldn't have been like more normal they were just them too they didn't have anyone with them one random like drunk guy slamming red bull vodkas was sitting there chatting up with tj for like a half hour just chopping it up with them and oh, that's great um, it was really fun it was really fun it was really fun. Chad was laser focused on the football game, just dissecting mm-hmm. it in his brain. Was he really? So he, so he was really. Like, I'm surprised. Can you think of Chad as such like a big personality? I thought for sure he would have rolled in with an entourage and been like, "I'm a local legend." So he was, he was there for business. It sounds like almost. He was just him and yeah. TJ. Wow. Yeah, they're just there to watch the game. That's amazing. Yeah, and um, it was yeah, it was really cool. That was so that was Saturday. Saturday night. So to keep painting the picture of the great vibes in Cincy is we get we're at the bar watching the chart. We left at half and, and watched the end at Bowers apartment. But that night, NBC released an exclusive with Joe Burrow 101 where he said, "I want to finish my career in Cincinnati." So, oh. so if, if we were in Cincy. Playoff game tomorrow. Met Chad. Met TJ. And then Burrow yeah. said in an interview nationally he wants to play his whole career and Cincy. Like we were, we were zooming. We just got a brand that. new smoking Joe T-shirts from a <laughs> pop-up shop. God, those shirts are sick. God, that's amazing. That guy, 
bartered that guy down from two for fifty to two for thirty-five. So that was a yeah. We Gertz, you we dog. Well done. <laughs> so I mean, and yeah. So that that was that was Friday night, man. What a great omen going in. I mean, there's just no way you guys could lose, honestly. But we'll get into the game. So then you wake up Sunday. You have a nice breakfast, it sounded like, right, Spears? Did you make that breakfast? I had nothing to do with that breakfast. That was all Gertz and uh, Wonderful. Bowers. Great Bow, job. Bow really, Bow really hooked us up, man. He had half of bacon you, and eggs. You, if you live with Bow, like the guys that live with Bow in college, you know he, he's a very organized, well-owned machine. And, and the more, like, he was... He was good to go. He was making coffee, bacon, eggs. He was an awesome host. Bowers was on dad mode, just making sure me and Gertz had a great time. Love that. Love. Yeah. And some are calling him the most eligible bachelor in Cincinnati. I don't um, know. Some are. I, I, I could certainly see that. I probably, probably I'd be in that chorus. So you have a nice, hearty breakfast. Get your, get, get your stomach right. And then what do you do? I mean, because that's a long time to kick off. So what's, are you guys nervous? You're like, oh my God. Like, are you just so excited? Like, what are you up to? Like, what are you, what, what are you doing to pass the time? <laughs> nervous, excited energy all around. Nervous, yeah, very, excited energy. Yeah, we were um, figuring out logistics of like checking into our hotel so we wouldn't have to go back like, all that kind of stuff. So we got to the hotel, the three of us. Um, we stayed there Sunday night because Bow had to work really early Monday, and we didn't want to be in the stair. Um, put on our Bengals onesies and got down to the bank set way too early. I think we got there at twelve thirty, and the game was at eight fifty. Jesus, you got so oh so <laughs> so we like opened it up. Like honestly, we were the we were like the third people in the bar at the bar we watched the Bills Dolphins game at. Um, and that's when we all kind of were like, oh, wow, we, these beers are going down way too easy. It's like 1.30. we got to pace ourselves. Sure. But, but the energy was really fun. And another little tidbit, uh, tidbit from the weekend is, do you know, Alex, do you know who the left guard for the Bengals is, the starter, number 67? No, I don't. Okay. He's, his name is Cordell Volson. He's a six-round rookie from North Dakota State. Okay. okay? And me and Bao across the bar spot a – a blonde girl wearing a 67 necklace, like no really bright, way. sparkly necklace. And Bow goes, Gertz, who's 67, I go, uh, Cordell Volson, left guard. And he's like, so we go on his Instagram, and it's his, like, I don't know if they're engaged or fiance, but it's like, there's three people that look like they're from North Dakota. His mom was there wearing, like, a construction <laughs> helmet with, like, with, like, Spears, was it like a construction hard hat with like 67 on it or something? Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was an orange construction like with stripes. A, a decently pretty like blonde girl, his fiance or whatever. And then next to her was maybe her brother who was like just in the car heart and like a homemade 67 bangle baseball cap. <laughs> and when they were leaving, I was out just getting cooling down. I was too hot in there and. The, the mom said she liked my Bengals tail, and I said, go Cordell, and I think they liked that because the rookie left guard from North Dakota doesn't get a lot of love. That's so amazing. That was kind of fun, too. What a great tidbit. So you guys were at that bar for how long? Or Yeah, because you were at the bar first, and then you – when could when did the stadium open up? Oh, geez. I don't think – I don't know when it opened up. We, we, we yeah, were at the yeah. bar until about 7 o'clock. 7. And I, Good and I made our way to the stadium to get all the, the – pregame stuff to experience all that gotcha so you guys were well lubricated were you a little buzzed how did you feel like were you in the right where you wanted to be heading we were, into... we were peaking at 6 45 like honestly, i was right in the pocket we were right we where were, you be. 
it was perfect. Like the, the energy was really high. You could feel it building. And at like six forty-five, seven, if I would have stayed at the bar, it would have been like this is going to be a long night and a horrible day tomorrow. But we said, hey, let's let's get to the seats early because we had awesome seats. We wanted to watch them warm up and just kind of be sure. there. And and so we only had I think from like seven p.m. on like three beers maybe in the stadium or two. Yeah. So like one a.m. Right. So we. We were peaking perfectly. We were, we had a fireball shot, and we, and we went on our way. Like troops going to battle to pay court. Love As that. a pharmacist, you could say our blood alcohol was at steady state. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> okay, so now we got to get into the game. I mean, honestly, the game, and this was to be expected. AFC North football, it it is just it's different, and and you knew it was going to be tight no matter what. I mean. All the broadcasts were saying it. You knew 16-13, 13-10, some gnarly little score going into the fourth. So when you guys entered into that fourth quarter, you had, I mean, in your in your heads maybe you hoped for, you know, the Bengals blowout. But in your hearts, did you expect that, you know, this was going to be a tight one going into the fourth? Yeah, I think I think you expect, like, the, the ugly football. And we obviously, in person, you want to see Burrow just absolutely air it out, like throw some bombs and – I don't think he threw a pass more than 30 yards down the field the whole game. So, yeah. And then Huntley doesn't know how to throw a football. <laughs> no, he, he no doesn't. So, so, like, dude, when he opened up in the first quarter, his first pass was a pick. I'm like, we, we all thought, we were like, oh, boy, it's going to be a route. And then they just didn't let him throw the football ever again. Nope. Um, yeah, it was so, just hard AFC North football. It you really know, was. Playing, playing an opponent three times in a season, you knew it was going to be a slugfest. Totally. And I mean, like I said, Spears, you got to take us through it. That fourth, that third down and goal, it, the vibes in the stadium must have been tense, right? So take me through what you're at when, when Huntley's at the goal line and then you're just, mo- and Gertz, you can go next, but just what ha- what that next five minutes was like must have been absolutely electric. It was, that's the perfect adjective. It was electric in Paycor Stadium. So the Ravens are driving on us. They're coming towards me and Gertz. They're coming towards our end zone. And they're there on the one. And uh, they reached that ball up, up and over. And I think it was Logan Wilson that knocked it out. Some are calling it the immaculate rejection. I love that. Um, <laughs> I've heard that floated around. Uh, and then And then we just see... Hubbard streaking down the field with the ball, and we're just yelling, go, go, go. They're running away from us. So we're having to watch it on the big screen to see, you know, if he's going to get caught or not. And he, you know, he returns it for the big (laughs) screen. So did you, and did you think, so I've always wondered when you're at the live stadium, did you think for sure, like, oh, like, did you have a great read on like, oh, he got rejected, now we're taking it back? Or was it just kind of a cluster and all of a sudden, you know, like kind of, was it clear to see what was going on down there? It's definitely not as clear as it is on TV with like the angles of the goal line and everything. So, I mean, it was kind of hard to see from our seats if, if when he reached over, if he broke the plane. Right. Um, But they let the play go on, so... We were just, we just figured that's what was happening. We were just, we, we just thought we got it. And when you're there, you're like, it's just a state of euphoria. Like the fact that, like Spears said, the fact that the play was continuing, we were, lo- you know, the whole stadium was just losing their shit. I was holding, I don't think I've ever held a person as tightly as I held Spears when Sam Hubbard was running down. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
like sorry Maeve. I, I honestly like I was holding on to him I lost I think I lost a little bit of consciousness I don't know <laughs> dude I was like you, Hubbard you was on the sidelines I was gonna say you never know like when when a player reaches the ball across all they have to do is break that like break the plane and it doesn't matter what happens after so right. we had no clue of like the rest are just letting it go what happened and then they confirmed it really quickly and of course it it went erupted nuts of yeah. course. so hubbard's on the sidelines afterwards getting oxygen and i felt like i needed oxygen <laughs> so much yes i feel yeah. like i didn't inhale once during that whole thing I was just projecting noise the entire time alec what's the loudest you've screamed What's the loudest? Where, where's the where's the place you've been the loudest in screen? Yeah, see, I that's a great question, Gertz. I honestly, I'm trying to think because I was thinking of like the best live sporting events I've ever like been to, and I I I don't really have like a moment I think like that honestly. Like I think the closest I would have been was at um, you when we were in uh, USA, like we were in the bar for the 2014 World Cup. And the USA scored when they played Portugal. When we were in, or I guess it would have been, yeah, 2014. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the loudest I've ever, like, or the most, like, joy I've ever felt. But I wasn't even at yeah. the game, obviously. Like, I don't think I have, like, an equivalent of that moment, you know? Yeah. I just wanted, like, if, have you ever screamed so loud, like, you've, all the blood was gone from your head? Like, cause no. you're screaming. It's I've like, never done that. And, like, and it's like I literally thought pass out. I had to sit down. Like it was, it was a feeling I've never had before. Wow. I thought maybe the Buckeye boys have had it because they've had a lot of big moments. True. Between Buckeye fans. True. And, stuff. and I've had a couple like the last Super Bowl run last year, but like being in person, that's by far the like the, the nuts, the craziest play I've ever seen live. It was so fun. And let me give you a little insight about how loud it was. Gertz and I were screaming as loud as we could as much as as much noise as my body could produce I, that's what i was talking about and it was so loud i couldn't even hear myself no i could kidding. feel my body screaming but i couldn't hear the noise coming from me wow it was I, all one noise and paper <laughs> i mean that is truly i mean like it makes you appreciate too because you know broadcasters and analysts will say all the time like winning a road playoff game is the hardest thing to do and when you talk when you tell stories like that you see why i mean i just can't imagine being tyler huntley who can't throw the ball 12 yards in the air thinking now i have to come back and it sounds like a tsunami of sound is about to crush me that's crazy it's crazy yeah, yeah. i wish they had a decibel reader me too i want to know how loud it was that would have been fun i will say the the en- Spears, I don't even think I told you this. I think the the energy in the stadium was more nervous. Like we should win this game. We're expected to win this game. Whereas last year against Vegas, it was pure euphoria. Like holy shit, the curse is lifted. We haven't won mm. thirty one years. So I agree. Th- this energy was more all game, not just the fourth quarter. Was more tight and anxious and saying like more of like, how are we not moving the ball on these guys? Mm. How are we? How are they hanging in there versus? Last year, it's like, oh my God, Burrow is arriving in front of our eyes, and we're gonna like this team is different now with him. So it was interesting. The crowd was, I think, a little more raucous last year, but that's just being human beings. I think you're like, hey, totally. I expect to be here. We expect to win this game. That's that's just the talent we have on the, the team right now. I totally agree. I mean, it was still a crazy atmosphere, but 
immediately after the game last year against the Raiders, it was just a celebration and jubilee that we did it. Yeah. And then this year, it kind of, I kind of, you could kind of sense it around the stadium. It was like, okay, this one's done. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah, John not is Kobe Brown. Job not finished, which is different for us. This is new for us. It's great. I and mean, it, it, it was cool. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it, it was, yeah, I, I, we can talk more about, like, Burrow in, in the divisional round, but yeah, I mean, it was a, the Bengals were legit, man, and they, they definitely kind of have, like, this next man up mentality, because I remember, Gertz, when you said that their corner, Chimde Auzue, what's his name, how do you pronounce it? You can't say, say his name right, thank you, he's a key, he's CB1, baby. I know, he's excellent. How do you pronounce it? Say it with me, Chidobay. Chidobay? Chidobay. Chidobay. A woozy. A C H I O B D E to the bay. I'm pretty sure. If I got that one wrong, I'm sure the Twitter, Twitter folks in the <laughs> But I remember you were saying, like, this is a problem. Like, he's our best corner. And, you know, and you've obviously had offensive line issues. We'll talk about that later. And it just seems like they do really have, like, this, like, next man up. We're, we're, we're this. There's no. They, they, they've kind of like absorbed Joe Burrow's like we'll get through this mentality across the entire team and it's just it's, it makes them dangerous it's a very dangerous team when they get like that you know yeah there's um there aren't enough words in the English dictionary I could say to describe what Burrow's done to that team like he it, it starts he's the heartbeat it starts and stops with him their their whole attitude there's there's other builders in there like J- Jesse Bates been there forever Mixon Tyler yep. Ward like Sam Hubbard like some of the OGs but yeah, Burrow changed the changed the game. And I think that uh, probably adds a nice segue. Speaking of games, Gertz, I know you had a little one. It sounds like we've kind of reduced your your calor, your count here, but we, I'd still That's love okay. to do this little over-under game you had scheduled for us. Yeah. So I'll hit <clears> – <throat> I have five questions for uh, the millions of listeners out there. It's just a simple over-under game. I'm going to give a number. I'm going to ask um, Spears and Alec to give over-under. Uh, Spears, I'm going to ask that Alec answers first first, because these are more Bengals-centric, and you just might be on. You're probably on a heater. You're so locked in. This will be an easy game for you, I'm sure. So um, I'll give the two. We'll go through the first two quickly just because they were answered. Well, the first one, I'll give you the first one. So it was seven and a half minutes, the the amount of time we deliberated (laughs) before approaching Chad Jusico at the bar. (laughs) That was the first one, and honestly, I don't know the real answer. I thought it was just kind of a fun question. It was probably it was probably under. Once we were all back at the table, we're like, okay, we're gonna go do this. Um, but that was the first one. The second one is Alec. You probably can deduce this one, but it was um, over under seventy days since the Bengals lost a football game. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds like seventy is a long time. So it would be. October 31st, November, December. So you're like right at it there. Uh, gosh, it was like 30 days. I'm going to go. I know you're right at it. I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go over on that. Spears? I'll take the over. Okay. Yep. Good job. 83 is the answer. October 31st. God bless. It's been 83 days since they lost the football game. The Bills, it's been 74 games or 75 days. They are on an eight-game win streak. So kind of fun. Like both teams are just scorching hot. Um, that is fun. Okay. So those are the first two. Y'all, 
y'all got because of the earlier stuff in the pod. So the next three, this is where we're going to have some fun. So um, first one is three and a half, and that's number of Josh Allen career playoff wins. The line is three and a half. Say, say, say that again, sorry. Yeah, the line is three and a half, and it's number of Josh Allen career playoff wins. Ooh, that's a good one. That's really tough. So I don't. Do and, and Spears do or Alex, like, yeah, you both can answer first or second. Doesn't matter. That's so Spears, angles, so. Josh Allen's first. This. Yeah, his the first time he won a playoff game was last year, right? That run. I don't think. I'm not sure. Let's let's work backwards and go last year. So they had they had the did they have the first round by last year? Or was that the Chiefs? Oh yeah, I don't know. They definitely didn't have the bye last year. Okay, so they won the wild card weekend. They won one game last year, and then they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional in that crazy game. So they only had one that year. Okay. And then I, there's I think n- we should take the under. Definitely the under. There's no way he won three more prior to that game. There's absolutely no way. In fact, I'm not even sure he has more than one. But yeah, I think we got to take the under. Want to lock it in, Spears? Final answer. Yep. Final answer. Sorry, I, sorry, I was muted and I was talking to you guys by myself. Um, <laughs> Did you did you lock in under? We locked in under. Yes, we locked in the under. Ooh, you're both wrong. The answer is four. It's over. So Fuck. the answer is four, and um, I believe he's four and three in his career, and he has the same amount of playoff wins as Burrow. So they both have four. Burrow, Burrow and Josh both got their fourth last Man. weekend. Um, his run, he only won two last year and one this year. So he 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 beat. Who the, the, he beat the Pats in the wild card last year, and then oh no, he only won one. Then he lost to the Chiefs, and then yeah. he beat the, the the Dolphins this this uh, last week. Oh, oh I forgot year. about that one. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's your answer. It's uh, four. Both quarterbacks have four playoff wins all time. Um, if Burrow wins another, he will tie a record for most playoff wins in the first three years with um, Big Ben. Shout out to the Steelers. Five. Um, and there's another quarterback I forget, but it would be a, a third one. It's just Big Ben stuck out to me there, so kind of fun there. Wow. Okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't realize he had so many prior. Okay. Well, thank you, Gertz. Great, great question. Okay. Next one. Moving on. So, number of beers that Gertz and Spears will drink today. The line is set at twelve and a half over under. Hmm. Is that a combined over under or individual efforts? I'm not drinking twelve beers by myself. <laughs> I oh, I do love the Bengals, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm 29 years old now. I'll take the over. I can carry my water. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I gotta think. I don't know. I I'm I'm leaning towards the under here just because. It's not a late game, and it's yet Sunday. I, I'm going the under on that. We'll see though. Keep us surprised. Alec, it was a trick question. I don't work tomorrow, and I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. So it's the over is just a safety. Life's too short to bet the under. <laughs> Wait, you're not going. You're, are you in Mexico all week, Gertz? Yeah, we're going to Mexico tomorrow. So I don't work tomorrow, and I'm off all week. And yeah, over is the over is going to be an easy hit today. Oh, pop it off. Okay, well, great. Never mind. We should have known that as he popped Prosecco at the beginning. <laughs> You're so right, Spears. You had it. I didn't. <laughs> okay, I got um, two. I got one more real one and then kind of a fun one. So um, the, the number is going to be 
15 in its number of red zone receptions for Jamar Chase this year, over under 15. So, like, red zone receptions? Red zone zone receptions. So, inside the 20. Oh, red zone. uh, Less inclined football fans. That's a good one. I mean, there's 17 games in a season. But he missed, what, six? Oh, he did miss some games. He missed a lot of games. I mean, oh, boy. And you said 15, Gertz, is the over-under? Yeah, 15. Oh, man. I mean, it does seem crazy. Was this just regular season, or would it include any of the, the political? Yeah, uh, only regular season, yeah. Okay. Man, it seems... Why would Gertz pick a question that would highlight... Uh... Like Jamar why, Chase why would, not doing pick... well? Yeah, why, why would that... Happen? Well, it could be over. just like a... You could spin it as like, you know, Jamar Chase is great, but... We've had a lot of, I mean, T. Higgins has been an absolute unit this year, you know? So it's like, hey, we still got Jamar Chase, but ah, this is tough. I mean, yeah, Spears, I, I ultimately I kind of incline with you, but he just missed a lot of games, you know? So he would have to have, like, essentially, right, like almost a red zone reception a game, which he probably did, I guess. It's just a yeah, these aren't touchdowns, though. These are just receptions. You're right. I'm gonna okay. Take over. I'm over, too. You're right. Okay, the line was 15. He's at 14, so it wasn't under. Why why I like this one, he missed four games. You guys were all over that. He is tied for second. Eckler, or sorry, he's tied for third. Kelsey's first, 19. Eckler's second. There you go, Inky, with 18. And then Jamar and Justin Jefferson, the LSU boys, are tied at 14 each. Oh, and so is Adam Thielen. Oh, there you go. (laughs) so, So what's fun is he missed four games and is tied for third still in that and it's like jamar isn't six four you know he, he ain't megatron but he's strong and he's thick and he quick he so is. it's kind of fun kind of fun that's a good one wow uh, i thought that stat was good all right and then the last one this is a this is a guess we could all play so the, the murmurs from ian rapport and adam sheffy yesterday was the Bengals and burrow are going to come to an agreement this offseason mm. making him a very high paid quarterback so the line is 215 million over under guaranteed money in Burrow's contract this offseason. Should okay. it get done, of course. So, 215 guaranteed. Guaranteed. What does Sean, what does Sean get? 235. The pervert? Yeah, 235. Um, I'll help you with Ky- I think Kyler was like uh, one. Russ was 160. Russ was 160. Kyler was 205 yeah. guaranteed, I think. Or, so, right. those are your. Those are your um, those are your benchmarks for you. I mean, I I would just say I think it's he has to get the most guaranteed money in this next deal, right? I just I feel like every time a when a QB of Burrow's talent gets signed, it's always sets the precedent. I just can't imagine him not getting more than Deshaun. There's just no way to be, honestly. I say we back up the Briggs truck and do whatever yeah. it takes to keep him in Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. Me too. It's got to be, right? I think it's over. Yeah. I think I, it's over as well. And, like, each year the revenue, like, the TV money's coming in soon. The salary cap goes up. Like, each year money means the numbers get bigger, right? And it, right. It, it is more money, but it's, like, the percentage stays the same. So. And one thing I wouldn't um, discount, too, is in their AFC North rival, the Ravens, are having an absolute contract nightmare with Lamar. It almost is, like, a little, like, nice little middle finger slash, like, wrench in the sink. To be give Burrow's gonna like Lamar's gonna be like shit. They just gave Burrow all that money. Like 
I'm just as good yeah. as Burrow. You know, like it kind of then kind of fucks the Ravens a little bit too if you if you do like you know even slightly overpay because now Lamar is gonna like be like, well, that's the money I want now. You know, more than that. Yeah. Like, you know, I got an MVP, right? Right. So, exactly. It's um. I think it's going to be over, too. What's kind of cool to watch is, I said it in the summer when they sold the naming routes to Paul Brown. First time ever. It's been Paul Brown Stadium since that since that team got founded. They sold it to Paycor, and it's to pay guys like Jamar, like yes. he, like Burrow. Because when you do guaranteed contracts, you have to put that cash in escrow. You have to have the cash on hand, and you have to put it away. And the Bengals aren't rolling in cash. So they've been making these calculated moves. So this isn't me saying, like, bragging that we're going to get Burrow, like, it's expected to get these guys. You dream about being able to pay these guys. I hope they get it done. So, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, Gertz. I've been a, prepping for it, though. You were all over that. I remember that pay court. I still remember the group me message, because I hadn't even considered that uh, when you sent it. But that was, yeah, spot on. Interesting. So, that's, that's, um, that's over-under, little man. That's Great. It. Those are the... Those are the questions. Oh, it's fun, Gertz. Yeah, thanks, Gertz. I, like I love love chopping it up. Okay, well, great. Well, now we got to get into the Peace Day Resistance, why we're here today, <laughs> the divisional round. Honestly, I mean, everyone's taught. This is the game of the weekend. Everyone's fired up about it. I know I am. Um, let's start here. Spears, do you think the Bills, Josh Allen, what do you think is, is he the scary? Is there one quarterback you're more afraid of? Then Josh Allen, is he a guy that you think the Bengals can keep contained? And if they do, how are they going to do it? I Josh Allen isn't – I mean, he's a great quarterback, but I wouldn't say he's the scariest guy to go against. I think, you know, the likes of Patrick Mahomes, um, he, he's, he's – Three now. Three now. I was going to say, that's what I think. I feel like the, the, the Bengals kind of have the Chiefs number a little bit, as crazy as that is to say. For whatever reason. Um, but Josh Allen does have a propensity to turn the ball over. And I think he does. With, as Gertz said earlier, our defense is just really opportunistic. And if we get some timely turnovers, capitalize on those. Um, I, I don't I don't think there's I think there's we we have an excellent chance to win this game today. Com- yeah, completely agree. Gertz, do you think that the because I know you're hammer what's the what's the same game parlay you have brewing right now? <laughs> Actually, I can't miss same game parlay. Yeah, thank college. you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Come on. Um, get it right. <laughs> it's it's uh, my bookie Spears put it in for me. Um, it is Burrow for two plus passing touchdowns. Bengals to win straight up and the over, which the over is the riskiest part. I think it's like fifty one or something crazy high. Sure. Um, it's plus four ninety, I believe Spears, and it's just. That one's just for me. It's just to make me feel like e- even more charged up. I don't sports bet at all. This is my first sports bet of the year, so um, I just do it because I, I I'm trying to manifest a something into existence, and this is this is my way of doing it. So I want Love Burrow it. to. The last two weeks we played the Ravens back to back game. They're top five B, so it's it's been sloppy AFC North like old school football mm-hmm. i want a 2022 shootout against two elite qbs that's what i that's what i want so that was kind of my thought is the over and the passing studies and spears i know i'm gonna pull i'm pulling up the bet slip here um Gertz, you took the Bengals money line you took over 49 and a half total points and you took joe burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns love there it, it is. 
Now, Spears, you're, you're our resident weather expert. I know you were you were chirping about that earlier in the group meet. What can you give us a quick read on the Buffalo weather today? Let's let's pull it up right here. It's snow. I'm looking out my window right here in Columbus, Ohio, and it is snowing thick flakes. Okay. Um, right now in Buffalo, the current temperature is 34 degrees. Okay. Um, looks like they're gonna have some snow starting here at about two o'clock. Interesting. Um, let's see. Let's pull up a more. Let's say what, what's the what's the Bill Stadium called? M T. No, that's the Ravens. I don't know what Bill Stadium is called. Bill's Stadium. This is great hey, for the, all you listening. The weather, the weather ain't it ain't a high mark stadium. We ain't a dome team. That's true. I mean, that's very true. Yeah. So it looks like the precipitation is going to peak. At about 85% chance here at about 3 o'clock right at game time. Okay, there you go. You do bring up a good point, though, Gertz. Like, the Bengals definitely, there's no, like, you know, outdoor-indoor factors here. It gets cold in Cincy, too. So I don't think the Bengals will be particularly... And let's not forget, they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead last year. Arrowhead gets cold, too. You know, like, there. I think oh, yeah. there's no, uh, no issues there, Gertz. Now, one thing I do want to talk... I mean, you are locked in on Bagel's offensive line play. I feel like you could be like a, a junior analyst for their <laughs> offensive line team at this point. You, How concerned are you about the injuries? I know you were talking a lot of shit about Kappa in the group me. What's your read there? What do you no, think? No, no, I don't talk shit about Alex Kappa. I love Alex Wait, who's the guy? No, not Kappa. The, is it it's the... Jackson Carvin. Jackson Carvin. Yes, Carvin. Thank you, Come thank on. you. I'm sorry, I'm okay, sorry. So, it's okay. He was our hey, matador. <laughs> I actually call him a traffic cone, but he's their own. Um, second round pick okay. out of Clemson. Second round pick out of Clemson, twenty twenty one. He has he was slated to be like our starting left guard. Got beat out by the aforementioned Cordell Volson, number sixty seven from North Dakota, six round rookie. Got beat out in training camp by him. Volson's been a very very nice. Carmen was on our practice squad beginning of the year and he was at the elevated the roster and he, the guy doesn't see the field unless two people go down we're down three starters and he's he's our starting left tackle today um terrifying mm-hmm. if we were going against even an average pass rush today i'd be really scared the bills are a below average pass rush since von miller got hurt true um and and where they're strong is on one of their dns is like a top i think he's like a top 18 guy statistically from pff and so wherever that guy is you help with the chip with the running back and the tight end and okay. you can kind of hide you can disguise carmen but i can't stand jackson carmen um and and i'm i am worried about not this game because the Bengals are used to scheming up games with poor old line play they did all last year but yep. if they can get by buffalo going against chris jones and um frank clark, uh, frank clark and the chiefs like those those two guys will eat up Carmen. So Carmen's Carmen's bad. The backup right guard is um, number seventy four. I, I forget his name. It's a long last name, but we're gonna Max be okay. Sherping. Sherping. Yep, Sherping. Yep. Max Sherping. That's, that's so good. That's so good about you. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it's 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 a worse O line than we've had all year, which sucks. But they're yeah. gonna do lots of lots of manipulation to make it work and. Hey, but you got to remember, slippery. these are the guys that took us to the Super Bowl last year. It's a great point, Spears. That's the thing. 
No, that's the thing. A lot of those guys are gone. Like Bobby Hart's not there. We don't have um, Jackson. We don't Char- have. Jackson um, was there. He was there. He, him, and Jonah Williams are the only players left from last year's O line. So right now we only have one guy from last year's playoff run playing. We didn't have um, Akeem Adenogy. Oh, Adenogy, you're right. God, dude, you're walking circles Spears. around me right now. You're locked, Spears, baby. You, you are amazing. Yeah, 77 right tackle. So, okay, you're right. So this is something the Bengals have done before. The Bills' defense is not that great. So I'm thinking it's going to be a shootout today. Yep. And I think I think if Allen does his red zone turnovers, he's I think he was number one in the NFL in red zone turnovers this year. He was. I think that could be the difference in the game. I really do. So he needs to take care of the he needs to take care of the ball, and the Bengals need to establish a run game. Those are the two things for me. Like, okay. Allen takes care of the ball, and we can do some sort of thing with Mixon P Ryan combo. Those are my two big ones. Spears, any any X factors for you or things that you'll be really paying attention to closely? That's what Gertz. That's exactly what me and Gertz were texting last night. I mean, we're like, yeah, we've been excited. we've been texting daily actually. <laughs> we're like, it's like it's like Christmas morning. We're like, what do you think Santa's going to bring us tomorrow? And we we're just like, we're locked in. Um, those are the keys. Those are the keys to the game. We need to establish a run game. Um, if our offensive line can't hold up. You know, make an extension of the run game, quick little screen passes to our running backs or something to to keep the defense honest so that okay. Joe Burrow can take some shots. Well, I know. Um, and then, like we said earlier, our defense with Allen's propensity to turn it over, we need some opportunistic turnovers, and we have to capitalize on them. I'm feeling a big play from Mike Hilton, number 21 slot corner. I love Mike Steelers Hilton. Fans, I love that. Steelers fans know him well. Um, they let him go because they got that one wrong, but... He is slot corner. They like to bring him in off the edge on a blitz here and there. He's like Alec. He's like five nine, a buck eighty five. Love so that. Wet. Like, but he's like shot. He's like um, looks like Buda Baker sometimes. Shot out of a cannon, like out of nowhere. He is, he is awesome. He's awesome. I'm feeling like a big play so, from him. Something also to pay attention to today. Who is Eli Apple going to be lining up against? Mm, interesting. Uh, the much toast. maligned Eli Apple. I know. I mean, Diggs, Diggs will, um, Diggs is going to have some fun, but their cornerbacks aren't that good, and we got two guys. They only got one, so we'll be okay. We got T and Jamar. They only got Diggs. And Tyler. Yeah, get, uh, Gabe Davis ain't a guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I can personally attest to Gabe Davis sucking his own penis, so I don't think, <laughs> you don't have to worry about him. He ain't, he ain't one of them dudes. If you can guard a but. go route, you'll be okay, I promise. Yeah, so it's interesting that, yeah, so I know Eli. I actually Gertz. I Mike. I'm always aware of short kings, and Mike Hilton's probably is is definitely he's, his applications in. I'm reviewing it. Um, I I've, I've lo- I love Mike Hilton. Um, well, great. Well, I mean, honestly, I am just so thrilled for this game. I've, I'm like I told Les. Like I like I said, I'm like you know it goes Bears, Vikings, Bengals, and I'm I'll be thinking about you guys dearly. Any um, last thoughts that you want to share about this game? Your any pre-game rituals you guys go through? Any thoughts you want to send to the league? Well, the floor is yours. Can I? Can I? Can I hear your pick? Like you're on. You're a little more unbiased than us. Like if you're putting money, you don't. I don't think you sports bet. I, I think six points is disrespectful to Cincy. Oh, absolutely. Um, There's yeah, it is. I like, was. Yeah. What do you do? You think the Bengals? Like, what's your gut telling you? Bengals so when? Yeah. They so. Lose, like, yeah, I. It's tough too because honestly, I'm not. I'm not a joke. Like you're, 
I want to see my friends happy, so I definitely am colored by that. The sixth line, though, is ridiculous. So Leslie like likes sports gambling, too, and I always tell her what I would bet if I would. Um, the sixth line, absolutely disrespectful to Joe Burrow. This is one thing we didn't talk about. Everyone loves Justin Herbert, and I feel like people like Joe Burrow, but I feel like it's almost a hot take to say that Joe Burrow is better than Herbert, but I, like, I love Burrow, and he's going to keep this close. There's no way um, this isn't, like, a, a, a one-score game. In fact, I'm leaning towards a, whoever has the ball at the end is going to win the game, is kind of where I'm leaning on this game. And um, so that's why I think, like, if I was a betting man, I would have put money on, like, the Bengals' money line, just because I think it's pretty much a 50-50 game, and it's a coin flip. Whoever gets the ball at the end, I think, yeah. wins. And if that's the case, I'm going to take wherever the odds are better. And I think you're getting, you know, better odds with a Bengals money line play. Yeah, Bengals don't give me, me going on the Herbert. Don't get me going on the Herbert Burrow discourse, man. Dude, it's crazy to me. People, and like yeah. these analysts love Herbert. And it's like all Burrow does is win and, and keep yeah. – and, like, it's great. It's crazy to me. It is absolutely – and they just love – like, and Herbert's got a great ball. He throws the great – no doubt about it. But it's more to it. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be – I really do think it'll be whoever gets the ball at the end of the game wins the game. That simple, you know. I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, no, I'm excited. My my pregame rituals, usually I wake up early, I pace anxiously until kickoff, and then I watch the football game. So um, what's Maeve so doing, usually, Gertz, during Maeve, this? Maeve is, um, Maeve is always like, you know, if you're going to marry me, you got to be okay with what Sundays are in this household. Like, sure. she, she is, you make your peace, you pick your battle, so... She's always supportive. Um, she's she's always prepping the prepping the house with food or, or beer, or whatever we need to make Sundays good. But she's in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, so you're on your own. City. Yeah, I'm on my own. It's been a bit of me and Doolin from the bachelor pad this weekend. She'll land at six tonight. Um, so it's just me and Imhoff today watching the game together. He's gonna cook some wings and bring them over, um, and we're gonna watch the game and cheer for cheer for the Bengals. But yeah, I don't have I like privacy a lot of times. Unless I'm with Spears, I okay. Like, but I like my intimates I like only. Being, be, yeah, right. You have to be. I call them laundry fans. You have to be able to come over and do laundry with me if I want to let you in the house on Sunday because it's you see me at my worst, my best. You see it all. So Imhoff, Spears, you guys, you're allowed in. That's great. Um, I love that. Spears, how so about you? What about Bill? Is he going to be? Is he a? I know, obviously, where his alliances lie, but is he a, a respectful fan during your your time right now? He is a respectful fan. Um, I might have a rough go at it today as he's self-proclaimed himself as Buffalo Bill this weekend. Uh, <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> so you, so call gross. That, you call that respectful, huh? I, 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 I mean, I think he'll be relatively quiet during the game. I don't think he's going to be chirping if the, the Bills, you know, make a great play. I certainly hope not. Uh, but I'll also be watching from the comfort of my home because – I'm, like I said, I'm a glass case of emotion, and I cannot be in public right now. Well, you know, I, I do expect an absolutely spectacular game, and I'm really glad we could chop it up here, fellas. This is exactly the way I wanted to start a Sunday morning. So, uh, Godspeed today. Gertz, Gertz, have fun. Spears, have fun. Stay safe, and uh, go who day nation. Those bangles growling. Mean and angry. <laughs> here he comes, I'm prowling. Hungary, an offensive brute. Run pass or boot. And defensively, he's rough. Tough. Cincinnati Bengals. That's the team we're going to hear to victory. 
touchdown Bengals. Put some points up on that board and win the game for Cincinnati. <laughs> That was beautiful. I think we have our pre-game audio, too, or pre-spot audio. Spears. Oh, that was perfect. Gertz, it's been a pleasure, fellas. Good luck today, uh, and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks, little man. And thanks, thanks for, for having us, Alex. It's, guys, he jumped on at 7 a.m. Pacific time. He's, he's just built different out there on the West Coast, so thanks, little man. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Love you, fellas. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Who day? Who day? Later, guys.